Thank you for joining us for another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay. That's Saul. That's Gerald. That's Espo. Guys, how you doing? I just noticed nice that, long weekend. I just noticed that you two are matching. Yeah. I missed the teal she's rocking. Yeah. And so are <laughs> Gerald and I. We're calf brothers today. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, just you wait till you see my... My Vegas attire. It is going to blow oh, your mind. No. It's going to blow your mind. In a good way really or a bad way? Depends on um, how you feel on a certain Just day wait till the then. pool day that we have. It's going to be epic. Oh, boy. How Speedos exciting. it is. Right. Lord oh, have mercy. No. I'm going to be sick that day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're all going to be sick. Be sick. <laughs> I will not be joining you guys for that one. I'll just but be looking outside the window. No, I'm good. Have a great time. <laughs> all right, guys. So it was a nice long weekend for us here at PHNX, but that doesn't mean that a lot of stuff didn't go down. Thankfully, the Phoenix Suns blessed us by getting majority of their moves done within the first hour and a half of free agency. We love them for that. So on Friday, we knew that they had brought back Josh Akogi and Damian Lee. They had signed Keita Bates-Diop, Yudawan Tanabe, Chemetsi Metu, and Drew Eubanks. Then on Sunday, finally, after many, many <laughs> years of talking about it, we got ourselves an Eric Gordon. So let's start off by talking about him. Obviously, a really good get for the Phoenix Suns, especially considering... The initial report of him signing with the Suns said that he had considered multiple contenders, including more lucrative deals, before deciding to come to Phoenix. That, that's big. I think one of them was including the Golden State Warriors as well. Uh, and the difference, which I think was the difference with, some, with multiple of these guys, is that there was that second-year uh, player option that some of these guys preferred to want some of the one-year offers. They were getting, uh, look, I'm glad that Eric Gordon is reunited with his heart. I'm glad Eric Gordon uh, gets to be here. He's not quite a cornerstone, but I'll, I'll take him at this point. I think he'll uh, he'll add a lot. He still can shoot the, shoot the rock, and that's what they need him to do. He does. He shot 42% from three with the Clippers last year after the Rockets mercifully got him out of whatever they were doing last season. Um, so he was he played a, a vital role on a playoff team. Obviously, the Suns knocked him out in five games, but he was a contributor, and I think on a team like this, he'll get to really shine without having to do quite as much. Um, he's a guy that you know shoots really well from three, but he also spaces the floor more than your typical three-point mm -hmm. shooter because of how far he's willing to launch from. Like I think his average three-point range was 27 feet away from the basket, which was the fourth highest figure in the NBA. So you have to account for him a couple of feet behind the line or he will fire away from there. So that's something that just adds to what the Suns have been doing all offseason. We talked heading in, they need shooting, they need length, they need defense. And Gordon, he's only six foot three, but he has a six foot nine wingspan and he is a committed defender. So I think this is a pickup that can help you on both ends of the court coming off the bench. Gordon actually has the most three-pointers from 30 feet or further away in NBA history. Yeah. You wild. would think it was Steph or somebody <laughs> like that. No, it's Eric Gordon. So. Well, these two took all the bullet points, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything to say. I literally had a couple nuggets that they each said, so it, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I think the biggest thing, too, Obviously, the ball handling is going to mm -hmm. play a factor because they don't have a traditional point guard on this roster unless you are going to count campaign. Um, but I, again, I, I, I'm just going to keep going back to this. Like, we got to get out of that mindset that, you know, this is a traditional offense and this is the traditional NBA. Like, I'm sorry, you're not playing against plumbers uh, and firemen <laughs> anymore. This is like, th there's a lot of versatility in the NBA. And I think the Suns are going to be fine. And Eric Gordon is such a perfect piece for this team coming off the bench um if you want to give a guy a, a you know a break uh, a game KD's going to take a couple games off this year you know that's going to happen mm -hmm. Devin Booker possibly uh Bradley Beal um or you know god forbid injury uh I think Aaron Gordon is as good of an option as you can have off the bench to supplant Beal or Booker um in any way and I, I think that's fantastic and I think what I love about this the most is that that this franchise looked at the roster and what it was and the inefficiencies that it really had and the deficiencies it had and they tried to shore them up but they also tried to shore them up in a way that made sense 
for who they had already on the roster, mainly the big uh, three. And so I'm very, very excited about what the Suns have done. I think each piece complements another in such a way that I'm – I do. I wish the season started tomorrow. I, I'm just. I want to see this. I want to see how this is all going to look. Yeah, I agree. I think everybody is at that point now since the Suns wasted no time uh, with free agency and filling out the rest of their roster. I think that made everyone a little bit more anxious for the season to get here. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. we do have a little bit of time. We're going to have to wait to see this all come together. But we'll get at least. A little bit of Suns basketball. We'll scratch that itch a little bit with Summer League. That's just around the corner. Yeah, barely. Are you guys concerned at all about Eric Gordon's age? He'll be 35 in December. Any concern whatsoever? He's three years younger than the guy that started a point guard last year. So. <laughs> Bingo. I'm just yeah. asking the question. And also, yeah. like, listen, man, when, when you get older, you get that old man strength. You can still <laughs> launch it. You can still launch it from 50. So it's all good. That's all he needs to do. He just needs to stand by the hash mark and be ready. That's it. As long as he's got that distance. <laughs> I think Eddie Johnson around. could shoot with this team, even at his age. <laughs> like you're going to have that many wide open looks with this group. So. Yeah. yeah. And he can, that's the good thing about him. He can play on or off the ball because he was a good shooter, 92nd percentile and spot up points per possession, but also really good on the ball. He was 93rd in ISO points per possession of uh, the 93rd percentile. So this is a guy that, like Saul was saying, it's a versatile, free-flowing kind of offense that we're expecting without really designated positions. And if you have multiple ball handlers, multiple shooters, um, you're going to do really well. And I, I think the Suns have done a really nice job of adding to their three-point attack. Um, if we want to go through real quick, Damian Lee, 51% from the corners last year. Yuta, 51% from the corners. Eric Gordon, 45%. Bradley Beal, 39%. Kata Bates Diop 37, Booker 37, and Durant was insane 56% from the corners. So these are all guys that you can put in any spot on the floor, put them in the corner, put them on the ball, put them on the wing, and they'll be able to spread the floor. That's huge. But so, what's what's so awesome, what's so like beneficial though is that Monty is gone. So you know the offense isn't just gonna be Devin Booker at the top and then everybody else in the corner. Oh boy. Guess what? <laughs> The Suns have no bench or no depth, though, Gerald. This team yeah. they've got no, got no chance. This was a D off season. That's uh, wild. You know, like, That's that was a wild opinion. That maybe, maybe not. On. Who knows? Uh, Colin, thank you for your super chat. We appreciate you. Colin said, "Eric Miller, effing Gordon." That's right. Time sir. to be alive. Absolutely. Actually, his middle name. That's what it's going to say on his jersey. <laughs> it should. That would actually be really funny. Okay. Um, we did get a question in here from Chandler. Chandler said, do y'all trust campaign? So this kind of maybe shifts some things for mm. the Suns a little bit. Do you trust campaign? In what I capacity? To, I don't need to now. Yeah. I mean, what capacity? <laughs> like, listen, campaign is, it will, could be beneficial to this team and be uh you know a, a great facilitator and energy guy um and he could also find himself on the bench for a majority of the season if he doesn't play up to that to that role because you have other guys that could supplant him so i, I don't really know in terms of trusting him i he was inconsistent last year I, I feel like that's a theme with a lot of the guys that are not here anymore um that just the consistency aspect of this was was all over the place. And even with the guys like Damian Lee and Okogi that came back, um, they also had inconsistent spots in their season. And you, you remember Damian Lee started off, and he was one of the best three-point, if not the best three-point shooter in all of basketball. Should have gotten the nod to be in the three-point contest. Um, and then yeah. after that, kind of fell off a little bit. Wasn't as consistent as he, as, as he had been. Um, and his numbers kind of tailed off to a degree. And so – Again, consistency is a big thing. That's what these guys need. They need to show that they can be reliable for certain things. And to the campaign, that's probably the one thing that he has not been able to do at a, at a, at a significant level. He's had months, but he hasn't had like multiple months. And he hasn't had long stretches where you just know what you're going to get from campaign. That's the scary part. Yeah, that's, that's it's kind of a beneficial position to be in if you're the Suns because you – could use campaign, people are mentioning it in the chat, as a change of pace point guard, um, whether he works his way into Vogel's starting rotation or coming off the bench or gets scrapped from it altogether. Like, we know that based on what we saw in the playoffs last year, that change of pace going from Chris Paul to him, it made a huge difference. And this team does need to play at a little bit faster pace than they have 
the last season or two. But if he struggles with consistency, if he can't work his way into the rotation, you do have options to turn to in terms of Eric Gordon can handle the ball. And this is already going to be an unconventional offense without a true like point guard probably running things. Um, you could also go for Jordan Goodwin a little bit if you want a point of attack defender, a guy who can hound the ball on one end and is actually kind of an underrated playmaker on the other I'll be writing about him and his game and what we can expect from him tomorrow. But they do have fail safes. It's just a question of like once that playoff rotation gets trimmed down, is campaign trustworthy enough? I, I don't know. We'll need to see how he <clears throat> plays under a new head coach. Well, and this isn't hockey. You're not getting line changes. Mm -hmm. There's a good chance that you either have Devin Booker or Bradley Beal on the court almost every minute uh, of a game as well. Uh, and then you add in, Jordan Goodwin and Eric uh, Eric Gordon uh, and Damian Lee to a lesser extent. There are so many options that if you get campaign that you saw at times last year that just didn't have it, mm -hmm. it's not going to hurt you like it did so much last year. I mean, he was the guy you were hoping would be that spark off the bench and never never was that. Uh, the depth concern is gone now to me in, in most areas, and this is a big one. They don't have to worry about it so much. A coach is only as faithful as his options. And so now that they've got plenty of them, mm -hmm. Vogel is, is going to probably play around, especially in the in the preseason, to figure out who's going to do what and how it's going to look. And, again, I think every single person on this roster and even the ones that are holdovers, even Book, I think there's always, like, this kind of, like, refreshed enthusiasm uh you got a new coach coming in there's a certain impression that you want to make uh, with him as well and a lot of these players that are not kd and book um are have a lot to prove bradley beal has a lot to prove he wants to win a championship he wants to prove that he's one of the best uh, players in the nba um you know da has a huge bounce back opportunity in front of him because that, obviously we don't have to go into detail on that like campaign has a, has a new opportunity or Kogi like you go down the list and then the guys that they just brought on this is a tremendous opportunity for all of them and I'd be shocked if they you didn't see a completely different team next year in terms of just intensity enthusiasm um, and just fun like I think one of the things that we lost the last two years was these guys sometimes just did not it just looked like they were just it was like business it was work it was like last we, year. we, we have to do yeah 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 last year uh, it, it will. Yeah. And then we got to the, to the Mav series. Um, yeah, but that whole season yeah, I, was I'm, a blast. I'm, I'm joking. Around. I'm joking <laughs> um, but, it, but I felt like it was just kind of going through the motions. It was tough. A lot of injuries. I hope that they get that back because one of the fun things about 2021 is it was so much fun and the players you could see were having fun. They were mm -hmm. going crazy too. So I want that to come back. Well, Frank Vogel seems to embrace yeah. having hey, fun too. Hey, Frankie smokes, man. He's a he's a Frank, fun dude. I Hell like, yeah. I like Frank because everything he said is what I feel like we've wanted and needed for the last year and some change maybe. Talking about, you know, the work-life balance on his coaching staff and how that kind of extends to his mm -hmm. team, having a little bit more fun at times. Um, just like being open to that. And that's not saying that others weren't it's just that we lost it a little bit there for a minute but then also the healthy competition because he's new there is no outside of like the top guys right mm -hmm. there is no loyalty if you will to one person or the other like you got to earn your spot because we're all coming into this kind of fresh mm -hmm. and he even brought that up during Bradley Beal's press conference um when I think campaign was brought up that it's just it's going to be a lot of healthy competition and it'll be good and so It'll be interesting to see how he utilizes all the players on the Sun Squad and how they all kind of mesh together. But we've got a few more months away, but we're getting there, guys. Mm -hmm. uh, can I make a point about the, about this offseason so far? I joked about ESPN, one of their analysts, giving them a D and everything. But, Emma, do we have that graphic uh, of – the salaries. Oh, well, we're going to get well, We're going to get that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll leave it be. I, I, Before I we talk that, that money, let me yeah. tell you about money that you can get your hands on. Thanks to our friends over at BetMGM. This Friday, they're giving out bonus bets. All you got to do is log into your account sometime during the weekend and claim it. That's it. It's super simple. BetMGM just wants to give you bonus bets. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM, now is a great time. Make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, 
You place your first bet offer and receive up to 1000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. And of course, summer is here and nothing goes better with summer than some pink lemonade, specifically the pink lemonade gummies that OG's Brands has dropped. This is a limited edition drop, so make sure you get your hands on it while you can. It's a fresh, tangy lemon with a hint of red berry and plenty of sugar flavor. You're going to love them. Fan favorites around PHNX, so make sure you get your hands on them while you can. Gerald needed that when he was building Ikea furniture this weekend. I need new thumbs. I don't have thumbprints anymore from the Allen Ranch. Listen, if summertime is a project-based summer because it's too hot to be outside here in Phoenix now and you're staying inside just working on projects, liven it up with some OGs. Why not? You know? You're packing those for Vegas, right? What? The OGs. The pink lemonade OGs? Oh, you guys want some. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he said, I care of me. How am I going to wander around the concourse without it? So, I mean, hey. OGs does not miss when it comes to flavor and effect. So, get your pink lemonade gummies while you can. Check out OGs online at ogsbrands.com. You can find them on Instagram at ogsbrands. And you can also find their products at your local dispensary. As a reminder, you do have to be 21 years or older to purchase. And uh, use them responsibly. All right, let's talk money on the sun side of things. James Jones doing the most with less. Emma, this yeah. puts things into big perspective here. <laughs> the sun's entire bench for 23-24 will cost them a little over $22 million in cap space. Free agents that have signed for salaries around there or, or more Kyle Kuzma, $25 million. Bruce Brown, $22.5 million. Jakob Pertl, $20 million. This one's the real kick in the shorts. Dylan Brooks, $20 million. The whole Suns bench is $2 million more than what Houston is going to pay Dylan Brooks. Uh, and what is that? $5 million more than the Lakers are going to pay Rui Hachimura. Let that set in. The Suns' entire bench that gave them depth is only making $5 million more than Rui Hachimura for the Lakers. So they got some good value here. Yeah. They really did. And we've we've been saying this phrase over and over in terms of uh, maximizing the minimums. And they really win it. I mean, look at the guys that they got. We talked about a lot of these guys on our wish list the week before. I didn't think they would get, like, basically all of them. The, <laughs> the one that threw us, obviously, was uh, Chimetsi Metu. He kind of came out of nowhere. But he's a guy that, like all of these players, has a little bit of positional versatility has a lot of length. Um, I know people in the chat have been saying the Suns need some size, but if you look at this, Eric Gordon, six foot nine wingspan, Jordan Goodwin, six foot ten, Akogi, seven foot, Watanabe, six foot ten, Kamara, seven foot one, KBD, seven foot three, Metu, seven foot, Todd, seven foot one, Drew Eubanks, six foot eleven. Like they have a ton of size that they can trot out there in terms of length, and a lot of times defensively, that can help make up for miscommunications or mishaps on that end. So I really like what they've done. They added shooters, they added defense, they added length. Um, and it's really impressive that they were able to do that with these veteran minimums, with these two-year deals that have player options that cost Matt Ishbia more directly as opposed to the league like most one-year veteran minimums will. So Ishbia giving them incentive to take those vet minimums versus somewhere else is huge. Last year... Um I really listen. You know, you're, you're Gerald's going to laugh as soon as I say this. Oh boy! Last year, I, I I had to humble myself because I did not like the signings that they had in free agency, and, but I did not want to shit all over them, mm -hmm. and so I did not. <laughs> but I did probably not, go back and check the tape on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not. 
I didn't. Are I didn't, we sure about that? Not, yeah, go back and look. I did not like. This, I didn't Landry Sham in it. <laughs> not a, oh, not in the first day. It's yeah. true. It's true. I did. Yeah, I did. True. Um, I am the exact opposite of that today. Like I think, for a franchise who was basically handcuffed by their limitations money wise, they did as as great as a franchise could possibly do and getting pieces that just made sense for their their team. I just I can't say enough good things about how they constructed this roster. I know a lot of people across the NBA casuals will look at this roster and be like, "Oh, I don't get it. There no no big names." <laughs> Like it's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Have four big names. Yeah, well, I mean, well, how it, many more do you, well, you want? Got, well, you got guys like Alan, <laughs> Hahn, well. Alan Hahn, who doesn't even know who Kata Bates Diop is. Like, like, just stop. Like, these guys are good, good players, and you got them at such a high value for a little money. Um, and if you win a championship this year, I mean, you you can't say that the Suns didn't have an A plus off season because this is what could possibly lead to that point. So, yep. phenomenal. To be fair, Alan Hahn has covered the Knicks for years, which would make anybody's brain start to turn. Well, to Bush then that eventually. proves he doesn't know what good basketball uh, is. So, uh, but I've heard no defense. <laughs> they don't have enough defense. They didn't. They didn't uh, do that. Okay, Utah was the Atlantic Ten Defensive Player of the Year in college. So don't treat it like he doesn't know how to play defense. Drew Eubanks was one of the leaders in block shots last year. Uh, opponents, uh, or he had, uh, where is this? I have the stat here. <laughs> I do, I promise you, I have the stat. Is this uh, a Martin Luther King stat? <laughs> you, you <laughs> me. As Martin Luther King <laughs> said, works, he was good at blocking shots. Uh, he ranked 11th in the NBA in uh, total blocks and 14th in the league uh, in blocks per game at 1.3. Uh, and that wasn't, that was playing 20 minutes a game. I mean, he mm. can block shots. He's aggressive around the rim. We've heard Frank Vogel talk about how he likes to have that guy back there on defense that can protect the rim. Uh, you know, Drew Eubanks is, is that kind of guy. Uh, Diop and, and Metu are guys that, that aren't slouches defensively as well. So I, I hated that perspective that came out. Oh, they, they, they didn't get Frank Vogel defensive guys that can help him. These guys are capable of playing defense, and I think people sleep on Devin Booker and Kevin Durant's defensive abilities as well. Also, uh, you know, when you look at Aiton, we've seen him play good defense mm -hmm. in the past. So this team has the defensive capability. This isn't going to be two hundred to ninety-eight every or one hundred and ninety-eight every game, like mm -hmm. like people are acting like it might be. Yeah. Right. Even Gordon checks out as a very good and committed perimeter defender. Uh, and he's know. a little bit. I know you said he was a little small, shorter, but he's thicker or yeah, a big body. I don't strong. know what you. Yeah, yeah it's like what's, what's the polite way to say he's that? Burly. He's burly. There you go. He's strong, um, <laughs> and he's got, like I said, a six foot nine wingspan that definitely helps him yeah. as well. Um, Kata Bates Diop, one of the most versatile defenders they have now. Metu can guard multiple positions. Like they've they've got a lot of length, athleticism, defense. I so if anyone is out there saying that the Suns didn't get enough defense for Frank Vogel. I understand not maybe being familiar with a lot of these guys on veteran minimum contracts, but based on the research I've been doing on these guys, like most of them check out as at least average defenders, if not plus versatile switchable defenders now. It's interesting how many of these guys are switchable that they got too. Mm -hmm. You know, in the four that they that they signed and met to Eubanks, Diap and Watanabe, all within six eight to six ten, mm -hmm. all two twenty to two two fifty, uh, forward center types, five years of experience. You know, second rounders are undrafted that have worked their asses off to get where they are in the NBA. I you know I, I like that, and and in particular, I like Eubanks. Uh, he's got an edge to him. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was talking to people uh, in in Portland, and they were just saying rim runner, explosive athlete. Uh, you know, shot blocker, uh, wildly efficient, you know, uh, loves loves to catch lobs and dunk it. Like, this is a guy, I I think, I love Juck, okay? Everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. I think this is a more evolved version of Juck, a guy that's going to give you some of the defensive stuff that you felt like you didn't always get from Juck uh, with the energy and the offensive ability that you saw with him. So I'm excited to see uh, Drew Eubanks and what he can do. For yeah, I team. think it's a different it's a different version of Jock, if it mm -hmm. makes sense. Like, 
Drew Eubanks very much is a is an in the air kind of player. He's mm-hmm. a much he's not he's not listen. I love Jacques. Jacques, you know I love you, but uh, his feet basically stay planted on the ground the whole time, right? Like it'll dunk, yeah, but he's not catching oops. He wasn't. He's not a high flyer. He's not you know crazy athletic like that. So mm-hmm. I think Drew Eubanks gives you a little bit of pop. And uh, I I'm I'm telling you right now, he's gonna catch a couple people sleeping mm-hmm. uh, in, in these games. And man, it's gonna be fun to watch. Cause man, when's the last time we saw anybody get dunked on? It's been a, it's been a man. Minute. It's been like Booker, and that's that's probably. Uh, yeah. I would love to have a uh, uh, Drew be that guy who could give us that every once in a while when Cam Johnson would just body someone mm-hmm. and miss those moments. Yeah. So if Drew Eubanks can be that guy, we gladly welcome that in. Did you see his stats in the final time games report? And I know they were going through whatever the hell that was that Portland was going through, but final ten games, six of them yet. He was in double figures. He averaged 11 points, 7.4 rebounds, 2.4 blocks, and 2.2 assists. Mm -hmm. Like the dude filled the stat sheet uh, in the final 10 games and had an even better season the year before. Fewer games with Portland, but he averaged 14.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, 1.6 assists in 29 minutes. It was 22 games, but still, Mm -hmm. this guy could surprise a lot of people on this roster. Yeah, he's he's got sneaky athleticism. He's really efficient around the basket. Um, he doesn't quite bring the three-point shooting component that Jock brought, and I know Jock did not shoot well from three. He'll be the first to tell you that himself. Um, but Jock still made more threes last year than Eubanks attempted. So as much as Eubanks' three-point percentage was better, it came on like <laughs> 18 total attempts. So that is something to keep an eye on. I don't know if that's something he'll add to his game or not. Um, he is 26, so he's not completely a finished product, but he's probably getting close to that. Um, so he doesn't quite bring the floor spacing component, but when you're such a good roller and screener, um, you can make up for a lot of that, especially if you're flanked with the shooters that the Suns will have. All right, guys. So real quick before we dive a little bit deeper into some of the names that are being tossed around in the chat, uh, we have a couple of super chats to get to. The first one comes from Leo. Leo, thank you so much, said, Hey guys, it's my birthday. I'm on the road to Disneyland, but don't worry, I'm still watching. Happy birthday, Leo! Happy birthday, Leo! Thanks for watching. Yeah. Why did Leo give Leo give us a present on his birthday? <laughs> I know That's you're very so nice. kind. That's very nice of you. Uh, happy happy birthday. birthday! Have fun in Disneyland. Make sure you eat all the delightful food. Mm-hmm. Churros. Thanks for being yep. here. Yeah, I definitely get a churro. <laughs> uh, we got one from Long John Silver. Said. You know we did well because every day it was, how are they going to fill the roster? And since then, they barely mention us. True. They were just like, oh, that's how. Oh, okay. Let's not (laughs) say they barely mention that. They mentioned us with a a twinge of jealousy and hate when they they (laughs) mentioned the the Suns right now. Yes. Um, All right. And this will lead us into the conversation that we'll have next. Libertarian Sasquatch said, Espo. Did Jock block your number after he got the bag? No, he didn't, Libertarian Sasquatch. Sure about that? He texted me. He said, thanks for congratulating me, and we'll meet up soon. All right? So, <laughs> Jock block. <laughs> I mean, he's dead to me, oh. but he didn't block my number. You're such so. a liar. No, he's not. Don't even play. Do I still have to root for Australia? So, like. It's up to you. You never yeah, had you, to. You yeah. verbally yeah. forced you to. I, but that's my problem. You. You I verbally committed. Did you sign your offer sheet? No, yet? I might have to. I might have to change to what is it? Uh, uh, we've got the somebody United from States. Nigeria. <laughs> we've got all sorts of guys, international guys on this roster. So. We do. So we know that Jock will not be returning to the Phoenix Suns, which is a major bummer for us, mm-hmm. um, but exciting for him. Obviously, he signed uh, with the Houston Rockets. He got himself a nice payday. We're very happy for him. Uh, Tory Craig also will not be coming back to uh, the Phoenix Suns. He also signed with the Chicago Bulls. So our friends over at CHGO, at least, at least uh, Tory Craig stays in the family. I'll give him that. Yeah, in the in the All City family, sure. And I, I'm <laughs> okay. Sorry, do you guys not consider I, CHGO family? I, oh, yeah. nah, they're dead to me. I mean, Apparently, we're estranged. I didn't know about I, this. I, I, well, no, no, it was. I was in All City family. I, I was even. I was even thinking about that. To be honest, hey, with he, you. but because he went to D, he was at Denver first, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's had the trifecta. Wow. So he's staying in the family. Yeah. Yeah. Who, he, gets, he gets oh, no Tory. Oh, Tory. Tory, my bad. He yeah, gets right. around all city. I mean, that's Stop. for sure. <laughs> God bless. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, 
<laughs> Bismack Biombo, we have not gotten any word from. And a lot of people in the chat are asking if you guys think that there is any potential that Bizzy will return to the Suns. Or do you think at this point it's probably not going to happen? He gone. I Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of leaning more towards he's gone because you look at the roster. If you include Jordan Goodwin's partially guaranteed deal, Isaiah Todd's fully guaranteed deal, Ish Wainwright's team option, which they picked up, but it's non-guaranteed. And then they just signed Tumani Kamara over the weekend to a rookie contract. Like that puts them at 16 players. So you are allowed to carry up to 21 players in the offseason. Um, but three of those, I think, are G League spots. And for the final roster, you need to get it down to 15. So they are, I would assume, are either going to waive Isaiah Todd and then convert him to a two league spot. Or or a two way spot, or Ish Wainwright could be on the on the chopping block. I I don't know, but they're already at sixteen. So mm -hmm. bringing back Busy would put them at seventeen. That means they'd have to get rid of two people. It's possible, but I I feel like I feel like he's probably gone. I'd say sign twenty one guys and let's just have it out. In training whoever, camp, <laughs> whoever plays best in training camp gets those final spots. Let's have some fun. I, yeah, Busy's Busy's gone. I mean. Drew Eubanks does a little bit of what he did. You know, I don't think you signed Metu if you know if you're right. gonna if you're gonna bring Busy back. Uh, I'm happy for Jock. He got the bag, eight million dollars, yeah, uh, per year. Only the first year is guaranteed, so he's betting a little bit on himself here in a four year deal. But I can't blame him for taking eight million. No. I don't think the Suns were gonna get close to that eight million number. Uh, so yeah, go get your money. Go go do that. I you know I know he's engaged. He's about to start a life. Then that way, go get your money. I don't I don't hold that against anybody. Yeah. Now, now Tori's going to be stuck in 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 Chicago with bad basketball and not as much money. Oh. I feel for him, but Jock, I don't feel bad. Yeah, I mean, listen, Jock outperformed his contract this past season. He deserved to get the bag. Uh, that's not a surprise. I, I you know we had kind of speculated that maybe the Suns were going to offer more than they normally would have just to to have that cap room. Um, but you know, it, good for him. Uh, the one year did surprise me. The one year guarantee, I thought, you know, maybe two or three years, sixteen to twenty million, um, fully guaranteed. I thought was was in the cards for him. But hey, however you can get it, you need to get it. And eight million dollars right now is a lot of money, and that's that's great for him. He's such a good guy, and we all know that. So, and we will have him on the show. Just mm -hmm. so you all know, uh, we did talk, and uh, he will be coming on the show. He was supposed to today. But travel from Australia, a little difficult. It only takes like 20 <laughs> well, hours. We looked it up. 20 yeah. hours and so, seven minutes from so Australia. So he literally texted me and said, hey, mate, I don't think I'm going to be able to pipe in from the <laughs> from the airplane. And I was like, yeah, you're good. So uh, we're going to try and coordinate either for tomorrow or next week when we come back from Summer League. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but shout out to him. Um, but listen, this, is, this will make Summer League a little bit more exciting, not just because we have names on the roster that we can actually get, on board to root for and we're really interested in seeing what they bring but because you know someone might play out of their mind like triple b in the chat said and earn themselves a spot and when you bring up tumani kamara like his name comes to mind and then we also have a few others but before we get into that but that's why i was so i was so confused i was i was asking gerald like why did they not wait until after summer league to guarantee tumani kamara's contract because i feel like you kind of put yourself in a situation where you have to um, make maybe more severe decisions, but you know. And know before we get into that, <laughs> if you're coming to Summer League um, in Vegas, make sure you download the Game Time app because there's concerts and shows happening all the time in Summer League. And the best place to do, to get your tickets is, of course, the Game Time app. It's the best for games. It's the best for concerts. You can snag tickets without the stress when you use Game Time. So. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And make sure that you stock up on four peaks before Summer League tips off because you know nothing goes better with Suns basketball, Summer League or not, than on ice-cold four peaks beer. You can also hang out at their Four Peaks Pub down in Tempe. It's a great place to be during the summertime because, again, 
ice cold beer, great food. What more could you ask for? Check them out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub on social to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You do have to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask that you drink responsibly. Okay, Saul, now to your point, it is going to be some more healthy competition there because the the thought is that Tumani Kamara, Isaiah Todd, Jordan Goodwin, those are the three big names that are playing at Summer League. The thought is that maybe one of them, if it's not Ish Wainwright, will likely have to be either converted or... Mm, yeah, yeah. as bad as that sounds really. to make this roster spot happen welcome to the isaiah todd uh trial run right i mm. think i think this is show us something otherwise uh, you may not be here that long yeah th there's this is kind of his tryout honestly in a way um because if you look at his stats and and whatnot from both the nba last year and his limited stint with the wizards um, he only played, what was it, like six games last season for them. Um, spent most of his time in the G League and did not shoot the ball well there. Um, I think he only averaged like six and a half points or something like that on like 36% shooting. So this is a guy that has only 18 NBA games to his name. He's still young. He doesn't turn 22 until October. So there's a lot of potential there with his size and his frame and his shot form. But the results haven't been there so you really need him to show something in summer league because as the fully guaranteed contract, he's a little bit safer. But in terms of the actual NBA experience and talent, like the Suns would probably lean more towards Jordan Goodwin or Ish Wainwright to keep their spots over him. So he's he's going to have to show quite a bit in summer league if he wants to be on the roster come October. Isn't this the problem without having a G League team too? Like a guy like this might make a little bit more sense if you had a G League team running your system, but mm. since you don't, it probably makes it easier to say, you know what, we're going to eat that million and a half and move on kind of thing. They, they could, yeah, I mean, they could waive him and still bring him back on a two-way, but like, yeah, to your point, like until they get a G League team, it's a little bit diff difficult to keep a guy in your system, have him beginning NBA caliber experience, even if it's not for your actual team. Um, that would be a perfect spot for him, for Saban Lee, because I know that Saban Lee is still a restricted free agent on that two-way deal, so they could bring him back as well. And hopefully they do because I like him, but like he, uh, hopefully they're going to get the ball rolling on that mm -hmm. G League squad soon so they can start to develop some of these younger guys that they're taking flyers on. So to, to Saul's point with Tumani uh, signing the standard contract this week, why do you think that they didn't wait until after Summer League to make that decision? Because I know when it was announced, that was the big question that a lot of people on Suns Twitter were asking, like, why now? You there was no rush. Yeah, I mean, I think they like what he brings to the table. Um, they must like what they've seen out of him, and they maybe must. they are probably leaning more towards cutting Isaiah Todd or Ish Wainwright and giving him a run, especially because it is through an exception in the CBA that you can sign your second-round rookie to the normal kind of two- or three-year deal that he's probably going to get. It's not going to cost you a ton of money because it's going to be super cheap through that second-round exception. Um, so that's probably why, and, you know, maybe just swinging on a guy that they really liked in the draft. I mean, that's, that's a bold strategy, um, to hope that your second round pick is going to live up to the expectations that you have for him to sign him to a guaranteed deal. So, um, but Hey, you know, from everything we've heard, he's, he's a legit player. And if, if, if he proves to be, then that's a genius move because you need, yeah, at some point, James Jones is going to have to uh, really embrace the young and, mm -hmm. and have a system of development um, in order to get past some of the lean years that are going to be past this KD book era um, because it, it is going to get lean, folks. Like the, They're all in right now, and at some point you might be able to, to cash in on some capital and make some moves, but, um, but you know, a, as we sit right now, there is going to be some 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 lean years down the road, and uh, you need guys like uh, Tumani to be able to carry the torch um, and get you from point A to point B at some point. So hopefully that works, and hopefully they can develop him. Um, hey, hopefully he can be a contributor on this team in some way, shape, or form, um, at least five to ten minutes a game, and that would be a nice surprise for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, summer league practice did start this week, and Gerald, um, today was the first day of media availability. You got to talk to Jordan Goodwin and Isaiah Todd. Before we share some of what they said, what were your initial thoughts? This is the first time you've met them, right? 
Yeah. So what was your initial thoughts on on who they are? Yeah, it was it was cool getting to talk to them and get their perspective on being traded here kind of all together in this package deal with Bradley Beal, um, a guy that both of them have grown up watching and getting to play with in, in Washington. Um, and, and they had some interesting things to say about how they're approaching summer league, um, you know, what they want fans to know about their games and whatnot. Um, you know, Jordan Goodwin had been saying he was already because Quentin Crawford, who's an assistant coach, is coaching the team. He was saying he's been doing his research on all the assistant coaches to try and learn who they are. And obviously that starts with Frank Vogel. So he's been kind of going back through Frank Vogel's coaching history, the teams he's coached, how they defend. And that's something that's going to make a lot of ears perk up because obviously Goodwin is a fantastic defender um, and he's going to be a great fit in this defensive minded coaches scheme. Um, but it was, it was kind of interesting to hear what he had to say about when he learned that he was being included in the Bradley Beal trade and how he reacted to it. We actually have a clip of that. I was very excited. Uh, I mean, I got the news out of nowhere. Uh, I checked Instagram, seeing Bradley got traded and five minutes later, I get a call saying I got traded. So, uh, <laughs> it was kind of excited, uh, especially to be, I mean, still be with my, my mentor, big brother to come over here. And also along with Zay Todd, and Zay Todd actually came out the same year. So actually have another friend in the uh, same organization. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So the, the interesting thing that he mentioned is obviously like Bradley Beal, he sees him as a mentor and a big brother, but him and Isaiah Todd are also very close because they both came into the league through the Capital City Go-Go in the G League together. So for them, um, this is kind of a cool moment. And Isaiah Todd was talking about how much easier the acclimation process is when he has – Brad Beal here, someone he's grown up watching, and also Jordan Goodwin, who he came up to the G League with. Um, and so this is what he had to say when I asked him about that. Um, it's going very well, very well. I love the grind. Um, exciting to have Jordan here. Me and Jordan started out in the go-go together. I watched him, you know, carve himself out a role. Um, and to see him here is it's amazing. And Brad, you know, I almost, you know, get emotional just thinking about you know, I was winning the championship one day and, you know, everything that he's, you know, might have gone through behind closed doors and me watching him since a kid, I uh, wanted him to win the championship as well. Like, just amazing to see. Is it silly that I am thankful when teammates get traded together that they, like, have each other? <laughs> that is the yeah. most Lindsay thing ever. Are, are you I coming mean, to CHGO with me? Is listen, that... I'm just saying, like, Mikhail and Cam, like Isaiah and Jordan. I'm just, it's got to make it a little bit easier when you have a pal that you get moved with. If you like him. Well, I'm operating under the idea that they you, like each other. Can you imagine you get traded with that one guy on the team that you fucking can't stand? You're like, oh really? Not only are you trading me to DC, but you're also trading me with this guy? Man. You couldn't at least let me escape this one Seriously. person. Damn. I, oh. I feel bad now that I was like, yeah, he got play while he was getting cut because he's like, I really want to win a championship with right. Bradley Beal. Or whatever. Right. Sorry, yeah. man. <laughs> no, I know. That was pretty cool. And I, and I hope that he's take. he was saying, you know, this is his third summer league. So the first two times he had those jitters, he's saying he's coming into it a lot more comfortable um, and he wants to show people that he's versatile, um, that he's worked hard on his game and that he's a learner. Um, and that's probably what the Suns would need from him if he's going to keep his roster spot. So hopefully he is able to show those things. You know, we never want to wish any of these guys to get cut or anything like that, but he does have a tall task against him. It, it was pretty cool to hear him say, like, knowing Brad Beal, some of the stuff he's gone through, it, it makes me emotional thinking about us winning a title together. That's the mindset you want these guys to have. Mm -hmm. Can I bring up something off topic? It's on topic, but off topic. Mm -hmm. you, you talked about the capital city go-go. The G League has some really great names. They the do. Suns name their team again. The Suns. No. I'm going to lose my ever loving yeah. mind. That you've that got the so remix in Portland now. Mm -hmm. The Memphis. Uh, what is it? The Memphis hustle. hustle. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many great G League team names. Give me one here, yeah, please. Give me the burn. The burn. <laughs> I want to burn. It, <laughs> It burns when I three. Huh? Yuma yeah. City burn. Uh, yeah, the, the Yuma City. 
That's Yuma City Burn. Um, the, the Apache no. Junction. I, the, the idea, though, I totally am on board with. Like, you, you can't just rename your G League team the exact. Like, we don't need a junior. No. Okay. That's what they should. They it can should have its own name. The Northern Arizona Junior Sons. Oh, man. Like, oh my god. Knowing oh, Matt Ishbia, they're gonna go with a whole like rebrand. I stuff. hope I feel so. like they'd be more and no fun. more solar stuff. No, R.I.P. Yeah. Solar panel. I just don't want to hear solar. Yeah. Stuff Gerald anymore, takes that right? personally. I, I, you do I realize don't. one of Gerald's thing is named a solar thing. I right? didn't name it. No. I named it. You all can bite. <laughs> we were on the, he's the, no, solar, he's panel. the solar panel podcast. Yeah, but I'm saying right now we have there. a current thing that has solar in the name on it. Yeah. Did you come up with that? No, no I did. Shut up. <laughs> Your head of content did, right? <laughs> what a jackass. You're so mean. <laughs> Saul's just over here like, yeah, yeah, I know you came up with his name, but it sucks and I hate it. <laughs> Can we not say that? He's just staring at us for I a while. I just don't want any more Ishbio. of it. Can we what we him? have now is good. No I don't want any stuff, more. Matt. <laughs> why, why can't we call him the Arcadia Haboob? You know, like, I, you know, like hey, let's go with that. Why Arcadia? I'm just coming up with. They're gonna play here in town. I guarantee yeah. it. They're Think not. So? Uh, yes, they're gonna play here in town. So I, I'm thinking of what are unique names around the Phoenix area. Yeah. I don't know, but I and we're gonna have to revisit the name situation <laughs> here. But I am in agreement that it should not be the size. Scottsdale Scorpions. Here we go. <laughs> Colt Listen. said the. Uh, the bay, uh, stucco beige houses. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on. Lord, don't even, don't even get me started on that. Oh, we can go on down a rabbit hole for days with that one. So we, we should put a pause there. Listen, if you're coming out to Summer League, make sure, one, you let us know because um, we'd like to hang out with you when you're out there. But two, make sure you stop at Circle K on your way out if you are doing a road trip because they got you covered. Gas, coffee, snacks, you name it. Circle K is the place to stock up on all the road trip essentials. They've got iced coffee for $1.89. They've got 12 packs of beer for just $9.99. Red Bull, Monster, plus the Polar Pops, all the goodies you can find at Circle K. So make sure you are not missing out on all this great stuff. And right now, if you text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club, you're also going to get a buy one, get one free 32 ounce Polar Pop. So head to circlek.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you and make sure you start your summer road trips the right way. Also, it's hot as hell in Las Vegas, the same way that it is here in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Make sure you get yourself some good sunglasses from our friends over at Shady Rays. It is gear that is built to last. We're talking premium polarized shades. They are an independent sunglass company with world-class product. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use that code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Also, if you are going to Summer League and you're like, well, how am I supposed to get that shipped in in time before I leave? They've got a store at Carolyn Commons up in Scottsdale. So problem solved. You're mm. welcome. Uh, a couple things real quick. Number mm -hmm. one, uh, somebody in the chat said, it looks like there's bad blood between Saul Espo and Dave King. That's not true at all. Well, like, just between Saul and Espo. Just, <laughs> yeah, just between us. No, no, we love Dave King. We actually saw him last week at the Beal, or uh, yeah, the Beal Presser. Um, had I a nice texting with him the other day. Yeah, so. like, no, there's no bad blood whatsoever. Like, uh, And then second, while we were on the show, we had breaking news. Uh, you guys cool if I talk about it real quick? Sure. All right. The Hold NBA's on. Sounder. Do we have it? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, we do it live, Espo. Do it live. Breaking news. <laughs> uh, ESPN sources. The NBA's new in-season tournament final four is set. For December 7th and December 9th in Las Vegas. I'll book our tickets now. Statistics will count for the league's regular season except for the championship game of the event. Um, so that's that's happening. Okay, Let's talk so about that tomorrow. I want to make sure oh, I, I understand it. this, though. But the championship game is a bonus game that yes. those two teams have to play? 83rd game of the yeah. year. Okay. Yes. They, they will play 83. Okay. Yeah, we'll dive into that a little bit more tomorrow. Share our thoughts. Because I don't think we've actually, like, because we didn't have the full yeah. details around exactly what it looked like, I don't think, for a hot yeah. minute. Um, but the last thing we do want to mention here on the show, I'm sure you guys saw it on social media, it looked like our guy Devin Booker 
had himself a blast at the white party. Uh, in addition to book, KD was out there. Bradley Beal was also out there. But I think the biggest thing with book this offseason that has taken people by surprise is the amount of facial hair he's got going on. This is a new look for him. It is. I um, hope he shaves before. This I'm not mad that. at it. No, it's not a good. I'm look. not mad at it. Keep I, it going. Look, the first photo, I'm going to tell my grandkids that that was the band Queen. I just, uh, that, that, just, he looks, book looks like he's dressed like Freddie Mercury. All right. Like, I don't. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with <laughs> Freddie it. Freddie Mercury I, was a literal icon. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying I'm going to tell my grandkids that that was Queen. Okay. That's fair. Look, I, it looked like a great time. I mean, I mean it yeah. did. It definitely looked like it was a, it was a blast. It looked like it was fun as hell. Yeah. A lot of haters out there. People hating on Book's facial hair. People hating that they had this party in the first place. Man, chill the fuck out. It's just Let a people party. live their life. The only haters that I saw that made me laugh were the ones that were like, I can't, I keep picturing this awesome party with all the most famous people in the world and then also Grant Williams and Tobias Harris. Damn. I picture that's how Vegas is going to be for us in Summer League, right? Oh, <laughs> hanging out with all the famous people. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> Or the CHO guys. I don't know. Oh, why are you going to throw shade at me? Yeah. What is your beef with CHCO today? The shade should be throwing at DMVR, not CHCO. Well, we already know we don't want to hang out with we, those we, guys. We love CHCO. All right. Man, I'm, I'm sorry. Dave, I'm Dave. Heart. You know I, I love like you. Peg, you know I love you too. I'm sorry for my man that's no, over here. Just shitting all over Chicago today. I'm coming for Peck. I'm coming for Peck. I love Big Dave. Peck, you and I have some beef. Will, you don't deserve this slander. We have some Why? Beef. What's your beef? Oh, we'll get into it at Summer League. Oh, we are? Oh, he knows okay. what it is. And if he doesn't, I'll tell him about it. Well, then I guess you guys are going to have to watch our show from Vegas to find out. We'll all find out together because I don't know either. <laughs> but, by the way, the best G League uh, name in the chat was Vaughn Delacroix, who said, We name them the Phoenix Gorillas and we make their mascot a giant sun. So, <laughs> I go. was like, I'm down for that. All right, honestly, I'm not even mad at it. I'm not even mad at it. That would be really funny. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us for today's show. We appreciate you as always. We will be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. with another show for you. So plan to come hang out with us then. Until then, don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore sons. You can also follow me at lindsaysmithaz. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Emma, it was not cool to put a poll on YouTube about the guy's calves. Oh, oi. Metro, Megas in control, and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX, though, Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball, we here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, y'all always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan.